everyone wants to make the most of their life. Pastor and teacher Dr. Bill Galarakis of Columbia Road Baptist Church guides us into that focused and meaningful Christian life that will make a difference today and for eternity. Get ready for our next episode of Changing Lives, Changing Eternities. Here's Pastor Bill. We're recording this around the time that most Christians give up on their Bible reading. I'm so glad you're with us today. We're recording this at the end of January in 2022, and It's about this time that people, having made some sort of commitment to reading through the Word of God this year, uh, or reading a portion of the Word of God this year, they get to about here, or maybe a couple more weeks down the road into February, and they give up. They end up getting behind, and they look at how far behind they are, and they just say, I cannot do this, and they stop. And perhaps they don't start again trying to read the Bible until maybe next year. I brought a message earlier this year, called Unopened Treasure. And it's about how the Bible has all of these treasures in it that God has designed for us as Christians to receive from his word, things that we need for the Christian life. And yet, because we don't open the Bible, we oftentimes don't have the treasures that are inside. I want to give you some tips today to help you either keep going or to restart reading the word of God in your own walk with the Lord. Why is reading the Bible important? That's a really good question to begin with because a lot of people don't understand why they should read it. They can hear it preached about on Sunday mornings or perhaps any time that they want to tune into a Bible study on YouTube or a podcast. Why should people individually read the Bible? The Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, in verse number 15, "...and that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures." which are able to make wise unto salvation, able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, truly furnished unto all good works. You've probably heard that the word of God is inspired, That doesn't mean that great creativity was exercised in creating it or some sort of muse uh, fell upon the people who were the human penmen for the Bible. It means that it's God-breathed, that it originated with the Lord, and there are certain intentions that God has for his word. It's not like any other book. And it does certain things for us. And it says that because it does those things, we will be truly furnished or fully equipped for all of the things that God wants us to do as believers, that we might be truly furnished unto all good works, meaning that you and I will not be equipped to do what God has called us to do. Sir, you will not be equipped to be the Christian that you ought to be, to be the husband that you ought to be, to be the father that you ought to be, to be the employee that you ought to be, to be the neighbor that you ought to be, unless you have been equipped because you've been reading God's word. Ma'am, you will not be the Christian that you ought to be, or the wife that you ought to be, or the mother that you ought to be, or the co-worker, or the neighbor, or what have you. You will not be prepared unless you read the word of God, because that is how God has designed us to be fully equipped to do what it is that God has called each of us to do. And I want you to know that consistency is really the key when it comes to a personal habit of Bible reading. 
It doesn't do us a lot of good to just read the Bible, perhaps in fits and starts, and then stop. I know that most people get excited about the beginning of the year, and they say, I'm going to read the Bible through this year, and they pick up a Bible reading calendar, or they join into a program on an app, and they get reading through Genesis, and it's hard, but they keep going, and then they get into Exodus, and it's uh, they're, they're still making it, and then they hit Leviticus, and Leviticus has a lot of difficult passages that are hard to understand. It's a valuable study, but for a lot of people that are less familiar with the book of the Bible, uh, it becomes overwhelming, and they stop, and they stop. Or perhaps you started in the New Testament, and you've read Matthew's Gospel again and again, uh, but you haven't made it much past that. I want you to know that the habit of reading a little bit of the Bible consistently is much more fruitful to your walk with God than reading large portions of it sometimes. And I want you to know that consistency is even more important than understanding it. I know that sometimes when I read the Bible, especially when I was a young Christian, I'd come across things I did not understand. And you could stop at every word you don't understand or every uh, sentence that makes you question, well, I wonder what that is or what does that mean? And you can start studying and diving deep and getting out different things. But before you realize it, you've spent more time than you anticipated on Bible study. And I love Bible study. But what we're talking about today is the consistent habit of just reading the Word of God and exposing yourself to the Lord to speak to you by His Spirit through His Word. There is a great time for Bible study, and I hope that you're involved in a Bible teaching Sunday school where you can do Bible study or a private Bible study group. But I want you to develop reading the Bible consistently as a habit for life. So here's a few tips to developing a successful habit of Bible study. The first thing I would recommend is to have a plan of what to read. I know that some people get excited. They hear a message preached about why they ought to read the Bible. And then they sit down with their Bible, and they look at that big book, and they don't know where to begin. They don't know where to begin. Perhaps they open it up to the beginning and try there, or they just flip through. I remember uh, as a young Christian not knowing what I was supposed to read, but knowing I was supposed to read the Bible, and I just opened it up to a random place. And I wound up in the Old Testament book of Haggai. And it was good, but I had no context in which to understand it. And after I was done reading it, I didn't know where to go next. So I'd recommend that you have a plan. Perhaps if you're a member of our church at Columbia Road Baptist Church, we have reading plans available in print on property or through our app, the Columbia Road Baptist Church app. You can pull it down from there. Or you can join into a uh, a reading program through an app, perhaps like YouVersion, something along those lines, where you sign up to read a certain thing each day. And I would recommend that you go simple at first. If you've never read the Bible at all, and you pick up Robert Murray McShane's reading plan, which is one that I love and and I recommend to the vast majority of Christians to use, it may be a little overwhelming at first to try and read four verses a day that gets you through the Bible in a year and then a little bit more than just the Bible once through. I would say go simple at first. In fact, if you have never read the Bible to any great degree, I think that it's good to build the habit of getting a small devotional booklet that would tell you something that you ought to read and then would help explain things. We have a few different products here in our church that we use, some for children, some for teens, and for adults, and it has something based on the day of the month, and you can open and turn to it, and it has a Bible verse, and then it has something that explains or talks about that Bible verse. And that is a very, very helpful tool and a great way to start. 
You may say, well, that's not enough. We got to be reading the word of God and we need to get deep into it. And yes, we do, but we'll never get there unless we develop a consistent habit. And a consistent habit starts with baby steps. So have a plan of what you're going to read and go simple at first. The second tip I have is to set a time and place for your Bible reading. If you're going to read the Bible every day, then you need a time and place set aside for doing it. A time, because if you just say, well, I'll do it when I have a free moment, you'll find that whenever turns into never. Any time turns into no time. And so you got to set a time and say, well, I'm going to do this for 15 minutes uh, when I wake up after I grab a cup of coffee, that's when I'm going to read it. Or if, if you're a person who likes to, to read at night and I have trouble doing it at night, I tend to fall asleep, so I'd rather do it in the morning. But some people would choose to begin in the evening to read their Bible. If you do that, make sure you know what time you're going to do it and set a reminder for it. And a place is very important. If you try and read your Bible in a place that is very loud and distracting or a place where you feel like you ought to be doing something else, you'll find a hard, hard time focusing on the Bible. So set a time, set a place. For example, I like to go downstairs early in the morning and read my Bible down. I have an office in the basement, a tiny basement down there, and that's where I like to go aside and read my Bible. And I do that before the kids get up. I do that before the, the dogs need to be let out, any of that, because I don't want anything to get in the way of it. So have a time and a place. The third thing I'd want to recommend to you is to use a physical Bible. You may be one of the rare people that can use an app and not get distracted, but I am not one of those people. I know that there are folks that come to church and they, they bring their phones in and that's what they use to look up their Bible verses when they're following along with the sermon, or perhaps they have a tablet and they're looking up on that, the Bible verses so that they can follow along. But I have a very hard time, and maybe you're just more disciplined than I am, but I have a hard time not checking my email in the midst of that. I have a hard time not responding to notifications that pop up on my phone. And it's even more true when I'm by myself trying to read the Bible and develop that consistent habit that if I keep getting notifications from Facebook and Instagram or Snapchat or whatever it is that you use these days, or perhaps you're just getting notifications about the weather or about sports or news, and you're trying to swipe those out of the way so that you can read your Bible, you're going to find yourself very distracted. You're going to end up beginning to read again and having to start over again and not really knowing what you've read because every time you get a distraction like that, it's not just the little time it takes to move that notification out of the way. It actually takes a while for your brain to set back in again and focus on the task. So have a physical Bible handy and a physical Bible reading plan. I think that you'll find that is a great help to forming a consistent Bible reading habit if You've been unable to do it before, and you've been trying to use an app. So use a Bible. Find one that you can keep in that time and place that you've set, so you'll always know right where it is. Fourth thing that I recommend to you is when you're reading your Bible, have a notepad or a journal with you. Have a notepad or a journal with you. As I said before, consistency is more important than the amount you read, and consistency is more important than understanding everything you read. But we do want to know what the Word of God has to say, and we do want to have understanding. So what do we do when we come across something we don't know? Do we just skip over it and pretend like we didn't read it? I would say write it down. Write it down, and once you've gotten it written down, you know that that's something that you can look at when you set aside a time for Bible study or maybe in a Sunday school class or a a Bible teaching uh, 
whatever scenario you find yourself in, you can ask somebody, perhaps you want to talk to your pastor and say, well, what does this mean? Or how am I supposed to understand this? You can bring it up at another time. So have something to write down when God speaks to you about something through your Bible reading. You know, ask yourself, what is God telling me through this? I know what the words are saying on the page, but how does this apply to what's going on in my life? And a verse may just jump out to you and you say, wow, that's awesome. That's exactly what I needed. And you may want to choose to write that down and how the Lord spoke to you through it. Real valuable in keeping your mind connected to what you're doing by engaging your hands and other senses. And so you write things down. So the first tip, again, is to have a plan of what you're going to read. The second one is to have a time and place. The third one is to use a physical Bible. And this fourth one is to have a notepad or a journal. The fifth one I want to recommend is to eliminate distractions. Eliminate distractions. That's why I said I like to get up and to do my Bible reading before anyone else in the house is up or after everybody has gone to bed if I can manage to stay awake. If I'm trying to read my Bible and the dogs are jumping at my feet to be fed or to be let outside, if the kids are getting up and they're pouring cereal and running the toaster and they're trying to talk to me or talk to one another and I'm sitting there in the kitchen and they're running back and forth by me, I'm going to be very distracted. I'm going to be very distracted. So eliminate those distractions. I would say if you're not using your phone to read and you have committed to using a physical Bible, I would not have your phone or a tablet or any kind of computer with notifications on in the room where you're going to read. Because again, it'll pull you away and you'll think of that one thing. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot I was supposed to look that up or I was going to send that email or oh, I need to check such and such. And you'll stop your Bible reading right in the middle of it because you get distracted because that phone's right there. Or that tablet's right there. And then you may not even go back. And if you do go back, it will take you that much longer to get your Bible reading done. So watch out for that. Here's another tip, the sixth tip that I have for you. And this one may sound a little bit weird, but it's one of the things that I do when I have a hard time paying attention. And that is to read aloud. To read aloud. So I'm reading the Bible. Normally, I'm just reading it quietly to myself. But there are times when I've read a paragraph and I have no idea what I've read. Or I lose track of where I am. And maybe it's because I'm distracted. And I say, I've got to get myself back, focused, and into what's going on in the Scriptures. And so I will read it aloud. It keeps my mind from wandering. It gives me a different sense to tune into, which is, of course, your hearing. It can be a great help to read the Bible aloud. It sort of forces you as well to think about how things might be said or to whom they were said as you read it out loud. Depending on what portion of the Bible you're reading, it could be a great help. So perhaps you need to read it aloud if you're having trouble doing it. And then the last tip that I want to talk about today for reading your Bible consistently is to allow yourself to begin again. Allow yourself to begin again. Listen, I can't tell you how many times I've wanted to read the Bible through in a year or a certain passage through, and I just do great for a week, two weeks, maybe even a month, but then something will happen. Something will happen, and I will get behind. And then another something will happen, and I'll get behind. And before I know it, I'm so far behind from where the calendar says I'm supposed to be that I end up just giving up. And that sounds like a dumb problem, but I'm sure that more than just, I'm not the only one with it. I'm sure that it's more than just me that run in, runs into that problem. You need to allow yourself to begin again. 
you need to allow yourself to begin again. Remember that the consistency of the habit is the most important fruitful part of it and not necessarily how much you read or even that you understand everything. So then let's say that today that the recording of this is January 28th and maybe you read great for 10 days in January and now you are behind and you look at how much time it would take for you to read the Bible to get caught up to where you are and you say, I can't do that. And so you don't read anything. I would rather have you begin again and just say, you know what? It says I ought to read this on January 28th. I'm going to start there and keep going. And when something else happens in your life, and it will, and things get derailed, and they do happen to do that, you just begin again where you are. Because again, the key is consistency. You know, the Bible cleanses us. It does so many different things for us. But the, the Bible says, wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. And it's like you're bathing yourself and your soul and your spirit in the word of God and it cleanses and it helps us. And the more that we read the word of God, the closer to God we draw. And that will help you in every aspect of your life. When you're in the word of God, it will help you be a better Christian. It will help you be a better mother or father, a better husband or wife. It'll help you be a better employee or a better friend or a better church member because it will affect every aspect of you. And that comes from consistency in the Word of God. So give it a shot. If you don't have a Bible reading plan and you'd like one, you can get one through the app at columbiaroad.org. You can find all of the links to that there, or I'm sure in your church or perhaps online. Or if you're very diligent and you don't get distracted like me through an app in your phone or the tablet, you can get involved in reading the Word of God, and I know that it will be fruitful. I've never met a strong Christian that did not regularly read his or her Bible, because that is the very thing we need to be equipped to do all of the works, some of them hard works, that God has set before us. Thank you so much for being with us again, and may the Lord bless you as you read His Word. Thanks for tuning in to Changing Lives, Changing Eternities. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast to catch our next episode. To hear even more of God's Word, we invite you to join us this Sunday either in person at Columbia Road Baptist Church, North Olmsted, Ohio, or online at columbiaroad.org slash live, YouTube, or through our mobile app. Make sure you like us on Facebook, Instagram, and follow us on Twitter. Remember, let's be more than hearers, let's be doers. Live out the truth of God's Word this week, and you'll change people's lives and their eternities. Until next time, thanks for listening, and may God bless you.